Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, a fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, more, everything about the CW's hit series, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? I've been better. Yeah, I know. You're kind of uh, kind of uh, struggling tonight, man. You've uh, been fighting off the plague, yes? Yeah, I, I think it's just the start, but like, I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be half dead. Uh, well, you know what? As long as it's tomorrow and not today, I can always replace you in future episodes. But tonight, <laughs> it's too early. It's too late in the game. So uh, mostly dead. Power through tonight, lest that uh, dark racer, black flash, whatever you want to call him, comes running towards you, my friend. Run in the opposite direction. I think I'd run towards him. No, I think you want to run away from him. Well, no, you got to do the cool thing where like you slide underneath his legs. Oh, dang. And then you say something really cool. Why did nobody try that? That's that could have gotten Barry out of the whole uh, post crisis race that he had against the dark race. You just got to stop, go under his legs. Yeah. And then say something really witty and like, you know, I don't know. Outwit. You know, he couldn't outrun death, but he could outwin de- uh, outwit death. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. That could work. But hey, we're getting a little too comic booky. We're talking TV flash tonight and we got some great stuff for you. Hey, before we get started real quick, this is kind of cool. Uh, so, you know, the CW has their fan talk thing. Uh, yes. Which I should probably know the official name of before we talk about it. <laughs> CW, fan, I think it's CW fan talk. Yeah. CW fan talk, um, where they've, uh, they've been doing this thing, I guess specifically for the flash uh, that maybe they're just try trialing it for the flash and, and potentially going from there. Maybe they've done it with other things. I don't know, honestly, but, uh, they reached out to us about coming on. I think they've been reaching out to everybody. If you've got a flash blog or podcast or something like that, you've probably been, uh, a blogcast or a blogcast you never know you might have a blogcast um then they've probably been reaching out to you as well uh and so they asked us to come on to that are we gonna do that i think it'd be cool man i the problem i, I gotta find time off of work you though. literally have to take off of work in order to make that happen yeah yeah with the rehearsals and whatnot yeah i, I it would be cool right i think it'd be cool it'd be kind of awesome i don't know i think you have to do video too and we're more audio i mean you know it's one of those things like I'm not allowed to put my face on the internet. Right, right. Because Legal Horatio reasons. Sanz pops up and he says, no, Bell, it's too sexy. It's too sexy. I tell you what, man. Here's the deal. If you do it, you got to wear the Grodd costume. <laughs> Get hashtag ring that Grodd going. I don't know. I don't Earth know. 2 Gorilla Grodd is a fan <laughs> of the Flash. I don't know. That, I don't think we're serious enough for, for, for uh, official channels. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll show up for the rehearsal and be like, yeah, you know what? Not you two. Not you two. Let's... Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I just don't know if that's exactly the uh, the style that we're going for here at yeah. the CW. No, I don't know. But um, one way or the other, it seems kind of coolish. Uh, I don't know if we'll end up doing it or not. But if we do, then we'll let you know. And uh, and y'all can tune in for that. And uh, as, as we learn more about it, we'll, we'll let you know more about it. The, the Rundown. Episode 5 of Season 2, The Darkness and the Light. Directed by Steve Schill and story by... Benton Sokowalski and Grian Godfrey. Grian, I love Godfrey. I, I thought that was uh, uh, Granny Goodness for I, a second. Well, and it's the Granny Good. Uh, there's a Godfrey and a Granny Goodness. Whoever that, whoever uh, Granny or Gr- how do you say it again? I, I think it's uh, Grian. Grian, Grian of Tarth. One way or the other, she is certainly from Apocalypse. Oh yes, with oh, a yes. name like that. Yes. <laughs> Bell, what happened this episode? Well, the team meets the Earth 2 Harrison Wells, who is responsible for the creation of the metahuman Zoom of his Earth. Despite his attitude, Wells plans to help Barry's team stop Zoom and his metahumans. At the same time, a thief from Earth 2 named Dr. Light arrives and starts robbing banks. 
Jay tells Barry that she can be reasoned with, and it works until Barry realizes or recognizes her as the Earth 2 version of Linda Park. Later, Light attempts to kill Linda and take over her life, but accidentally kills Linda's boss and is foiled by Barry's team in the process. Wells reveals Cisco's metahuman powers to the team, which Cisco uses to locate Dr. Light. Barry defeats her using a speed mirage technique that was suggested by Wells. After locking Light up, they plan to use her to lure Zoom and defeat him for good. Jay, who does not trust Wells, thinks it's too dangerous and leaves the team. Back on Earth 2, it's revealed that Zoom has Wells' daughter captive. All right. Um, so much I want to talk about here. But first, just overall impressions. This is the episode I've been waiting for all season. It's, I'm shocked it took five, five episodes to get here. But yes, this is what I've been waiting for the whole season. <laughs> so good. And you even had a little bit of a Legends nod, but it was subtle. You see what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like it didn't take up the entire episode to do. It was very subtle. Yeah, and like that's 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 what I want in, in my Legends nod is just subtle stuff and be like, hmm, that's a neat character. I wonder where that's going to go. I'll go watch Legends to find out. But yeah, don't I know. Tell me on Flash. I know. Look, oh my gosh, this this episode, man, was so so good. Uh, let's start if if it's all right with you, my friend. I, I want to start with Doctor Light because I also want to say this is probably the best costume overall in terms of just like from comic book to screen, uh, from panel to screen, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you see what I did there. Uh, I think that I think that we've ever gotten, at least for me, for my money. I I would have to agree. It, was, it, it felt very comic book. It looked very comic book, but it worked well. Exactly. That's the thing. It felt and looked comic book, but it worked well like that. It's the perfect balance uh, for my money. And it helps that it comes from Earth, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, for right now, they've got this big moment with the whole parallel Earth things going on. Uh, especially given what we talked about, especially last episode with Speedster Speculation, that Earth 2 is is much more advanced in terms of its kind of sci-fi-ness, its comic bookiness. They can get away with more that ties closer into the comics or what you might expect from a comic book and pull it into our, you know, um, I, I don't know, more modernized, more more realistic, quote-unquote, world that we've come to know from Earth 1. Yeah, Earth 1's more down-to-earth. Uh, ha 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 ho, ho, ho. <laughs> uh yeah no it, it is although that's changing i mean to some extent it's it's down to earth in the space where you know guy catches on fire and flies around after merging with another guy and yeah. <laughs> and another dude can run you know super super fast and, yeah and then you also have uh if i don't know if you watched arrow but constantine and all, that's all i'll say about that for now ah uh, yeah the 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 the, the possibilities there with Constantine on Flash, excite me. Oh, I mean, would that not be awesome? I just, I, I love Matt Ryan's Constantine. I like the Constantine TV show, and it was so good to see him on the screen again. Okay, so again, I don't want to take away from Flash, but just a brief little Arrow TV talk. Oh my gosh, man. I forgot. This is really more constant TV talk, because honestly, I forgot how much I loved Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, man. It's so good. And he belongs. It's funny how out of place he feels on Arrow, but how like in place he would feel on The Flash. I Well, I don't know, man, because I, you know, uh, with the Lazarus pits and, and all that kind of stuff. It, no, no, it, no. I don't mean like the occult aspect. I just mean like him. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm all like B.A. and, you know, just having a good time. I can't do I can't I can't do that voice. But point being. <laughs> He like, you know, he's just like he's kind of everything serious around him and he's just being a, like a smart ass about it. I, yeah, I, I okay. love that. Yeah, from that from that sense, yeah, from that aspect I, I I absolutely agree. I think he would fit in better. There'd be a little bit more jabs on either side as opposed right. to just Constantine bringing the wit, the wit. Right. Let's get back to the Flash. Um so Dr. Light, loving Dr. Light, kind of a twist on the character given that it's actually Linda Park of Earth 2. 
okay, that was what I was going to ask because I'm not too familiar with Dr. Light. But uh, in the comics, it's not Linda Park, I take it. There's been a couple of different Dr. Lights, but I don't believe that Linda Park was ever, the, uh, was ever Dr. Light in the comics. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And Dr. Light, by the way, is, has been a hero and a villain, depending on who has portrayed the, you know, has, has taken on that mantle. Yeah, that was another thing, too, because when I heard Dr. Light, my brain just instantly thought, good guy from, you know, Dr. Light from Mega Man, right? That, that was Dr. Light was the, the guy who made Mega Man. Oh, you are so going to have to remind. I have no earthly idea. Yeah, Dr. Light made Mega Man. Fair enough. Well, this is not that Dr. Light. Yeah, I know, but like that's where I was thinking. Oh, yeah, Doctor Light's got to be a good guy. And I was like, oh wait, it's a bank robber. Why is Zoom? Oh, it's a bad guy. Well, if you know, uh, did you ever read Identity Crisis? Um, no, maybe no. Okay, so Identity Crisis is if now my comic book knowledge might be all a little bit mixed up here. There were a lot of crises, uh, but this was one where you kind of discover that uh, who was I think Zatanna and a number of the Justice Leaguers uh, made the decision to mind wipe. Dr. Light. And, okay. and at the time, he was a um, terrible, terrible villain, uh, malicious. He was actually a rapist. I mean, it was just, you know, very, very serious stuff. Not just knocking over banks with giant robots. I mean, this dude was... Not you know. Snidely Whiplash evil, but like Hannibal Lecter evil? No, but see, they mind-wiped him and turned him into a Snidely Whiplash evil villain for the Titans because uh, Dr. Light was kind of a Titans villain. So the idea was that they, they mind wiped this guy, turned him into more of like a, you know, kind of like a um, C C list villain. So they can kind of set him up and then give the team Titans some practice essentially. <laughs> that's bizarre. Well, I mean, I'll, that that's maybe an over oversimplification of essentially what happened, but one way or the other, that, that, that character went through kind of a retcon because of this. Um, and, and Dr. Light ended up being kind of a, a catalyst for, you know, everything else that ended up happening. And the big, big moment in that comic book, by the way, spoilers for identity crisis, uh, is Batman actually walks in on the justice league after they've gotten done mind wiping him and they all make the decision to mind wipe Batman. Uh, and then how is that possible? Well, I mean, here's, here's how it's not possible. Batman ever the, uh, you know, the over planner, had a satellite system in the sky monitoring everything that was going on so that he discovered that the Justice League had betrayed him and mind-wiped him. And uh, there you go. Oh, so he was like watching security footage because that's what he does in his free time. And he's like, wait a second. Hashtag because prep time. Yep. Yep. So there you go. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a little interesting uh, history of, of that character that's no at all related to this version of Dr. Light. <laughs> um, no, Linda Park, man. So not the first time that we've gotten an Earth 2 um person who was very different from their earth one counterpart yes right well hang on i'm trying to think who who have we gotten from earth two we had adam smasher which admittedly we don't know anything about his earth one counterpart because well, he was like a factory worker guy yeah but he might have been he might have been evil we don't know I mean, that he was necessarily a hero i suppose is what i'm saying right like yeah all, all we know is what his day job was he could have been some kind of petty criminal or some kind of like muffissimo something like that we don't right know. Right. And then we had, um, who is the Earth 2 of, of, of Episode 2? Um, that was uh, Speed, De- or Speed Demon or Sand Demon? A, a, a Sand Demon, yeah. Okay, so Sand Demon, we know that his Earth 1 counterpart was a villain, uh, albeit not a super villain. Yes. And then after him, we got... King Shark. Yeah, but there wasn't... We don't know anything about King Shark's Earth 1 counterpart. That's true. And then now we get Linda Park. Uh, and of course, this is not including Harrison Wells, 
who seems very different from the Harrison Wells that we got in that one flashback scene. And I like him. Really? I, I, I like the fact that he's such a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm so, so happy that he is so very different from what's come before. Now, we, we, we knew this was going to be the case, right? Because Tom Cavanaugh is an exceptional actor. Um, but I, I mean, I remember a lot of people were thinking that we were going to get a Harrison Wells similar to Eobard Thawne from season one, which makes absolutely no sense. And so I'm glad that this is such a differentiated character. Um, dude, he is the Lex Luthor of his planet. Like yeah, that whole much. scene, that introductory scene between Jay and that exchange between Jay and uh, and Wells was very, very Lex Luthor Superman. Oh, yeah. But it, it, I like it, too, because uh, I remember you were saying that you liked Harrison Wells as Eobard Thawne. And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe the new Harrison Wells would be cool, too. I like Tom Cavanaugh as Eobard Thawne. Yes, yes, yes. But I, yeah, I, I'm just glad that, that there's something here for, you know, people to like. Well, but see, that's the question. Do you like him? I mean, I know you said you like him, uh, but he well, is. I, I like I like his portrayal of the character, but but yes, he he is an insufferable dick. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. I he, he's very he's evil. Like like we were expecting him to not be evil, but I think that uh, overall he does have kind of a dark bent. Maybe not evil in in its purest sense, um, but he is definitely a counterbalance to Jay. In fact, in many respects, Harrison Wells and Jay Garrick are both kind of filling the void that Eobard Thawne left uh, from season one uh, in that, you know, Harrison Wells is kind of that, uh, you know, or the Earth 2 Harrison Wells, Harry, if you will, yeah. is uh, is kind of that that person who's kind of pushing hard and, you know, science above all else. And then Jay is kind of the lovable mentor who's emotionally attached and, and caring of what's going on. And so it's, it's nice to see those different, you know, that dichotomy. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Harry's a lot more of a sociopath, whereas um, uh, Jay is more of an empath. What do you think about Harry? Are we going to call him Harry? Is that a thing now? Yeah, I think we should call him Harry. Uh, he's not that Harry. Well, but, but that's what Cisco says. Let's call him Harry. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like. And Cisco names everybody on the show. Not so. everybody didn't name himself. Well, that's true. Barry named him. That was sweet. That was cool. I was like kind of like, mm, that's that's um, that's good. That that yeah. that made me uh, got me in the feels right there when Barry named Vibe. I also like it when uh, he 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 says Vibe like he's sitting there, you know, when he's explaining the powers. It's like you know, I just I get this vibe. And I'm like, oh, he said the thing. <laughs> he said the thing about the thing. He's done that a couple of times. I'm actually kind of surprised when it came time for him to name himself. He didn't think like, what word have I used to describe this 30 times at this point? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, uh, he's like, wait a second. Every time I describe my powers, I say vibe at least two times. Let's mm. just go with that. Let's just go with it. Let's just go with it. Uh, yeah, now I'm vibing with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but Harry, I just, I don't know if I can go with. It. I mean, I guess I will. If that's what we're calling him, then that's what we're going to call him. What's well, Harrison? Short for Harry. I mean, that works. Yeah. Here's what drove me crazy, though. This entire episode, like we had that great moment of exposition from Caitlin, who explained the difference between what we got with H.G. Wells in season one and what we're about to get from, I guess, Harry in season two. Right. She was like, you know, he looks like that other guy who technically wasn't that other guy because he was actually Eobard in that other guy's body. (laughs) And I said, thank you, Caitlin, because nobody else here seems to understand that. Everybody else keeps referring to that person as Harrison Wells. That was not Harrison Wells. That was Eobard Thawne. Please, everybody. Eobard Thawne playing Harrison Wells. Right. I I wish that Wells had some sort of descendants in Earth One that he left behind to sit this team down and be like, look, stop 
you know, you're, you're defaming our, our, my, my, my father. This was not my father. You were talking about Eobard. He looked like him. He's not the same. <laughs> now, of course, Earth One, Harrison Wells did not, you know, he died before he was able to uh, pass on a lineage. Earth Two, Harrison Wells, on the other hand, uh, lived and in fact procreated because we now know that Harrison Wells of Earth Two has a daughter. And I think I know who that daughter's going to be. Well, I think we all know who that daughter's going to be, although this might be somewhat spoilery if you're not paying attention to the news or, or, or kind of anything else. Um, but yeah, that actress who uh, portrays Jessie um, is actually been cast. It was announced earlier that she was actually cast as Jessie Quick. Uh, yes. So there you go. Jesse Quick in the comics is uh, Jesse Chambers. Actually, if I'm remembering correctly, much more tied to the character of Max Mercury. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's They're right. Both from the future, right? Uh, let's I see. I think Jesse Quick's from the future. She's kind of one of those that has a little bit of a uh, retconny background. Uh, but uh, here's here's her Wikipedia. In hopes of creating a successor, Johnny Quick, that's who it was, not not Max Mercury, Johnny Quick. Uh, Johnny Quick taught the formula that gave him the, his enhanced speed to his daughter, Jesse. The formula worked on Jess as well, and she gained super speed. Contrary to what her father had intended, however, Jesse instead opted to continue her education rather than become a costumed crime fighter. Now, of course, this would later go on to change as she would adopt the name Liberty Bell and then later Jesse Quick. So, yeah, no, Johnny Quick was actually uh, her uh, her father. So, so in the comics, is she connected to the Speed Force? Well, it depends on the story. But if you go based off of what occurred in, I want to say, Rebirth, then yes. Okay. Uh, there you go. Now she's kind of connected to it in a similar fashion that Max Mercury is connected to it, and and it's it's more of like um, if if you kind of look at the Speed Force as a spiral, right? At the center of the spiral is Barry. Like on the next ring is Wally and Bart. On the next ring after that would be Jay, and then as you get further out, then you start talking about you know Max and Johnny and Jesse. Gotcha. Now here's a question. Um, has Jay on the show mentioned the Speed Force? I think he actually did, right? Well, oh, he talked I, about he talked about wielding your lightning, but the lightning we know is the Speed Force. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah. So so he would definitely be uh, connected because I, I was wondering if they were going to try and separate that, and because uh, I know, uh, I mean, Jay Garrick originally, you know, the Golden Age Flash. There was no speed force or anything. That, that well, didn't... yeah, I mean, it, it it came in much later in terms of just kind of the explanation and and you know that it's it's actually it's one of these great things and it's part of why comics and and this this method of telling stories they're able to build off one another. You yeah, know, you can stay true to the core of what the character represents and then kind of build that lore and that 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 world around it as it grows and it even goes outside of the comics and we've seen kind of how different things has kind of layered on top of things. Like for example, look at the new Suicide Squad movie. Uh, and just the focus that's on Harley Quinn, a character who's so heavily tied to Batman comics, but actually originated in a Batman animated television show. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's great to see how things like the Speed Force can be layered on top of it and then added and enhanced and told in different ways as the stories continue. Now, one thing I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what ends up occurring with the Speed Force in the show. They've, they've only very lightly touched it in many respects. 
um, you know, Eobard was the first time that we actually heard the word Speed Force. And it, it was kind of just adopted in terms of terminology, but never really fully studied. And so it would be wonderful if, you know, at some point someone comes along, maybe it's actually like somebody like a Max Mercury, somebody who, who can kind of be in depth into studying what the Speed Force is all about and give a little bit more of an education to Barry. Um, you know, we had at one point speculated perhaps Jay would end up being almost like an Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, getting into a little bit more of the spiritual aspects of the Speed Force. I, I don't know that that's going to be the case, especially right now since he's not connected to it. So we'll, we'll have to end up and see where, where he falls on. Yeah. And, you know, we also got an answer to the question we had asked uh, a couple episodes back talking about whether or not the Earth 2 particle accelerator exploded. And it actually did explode. It just exploded underground. Yeah, yeah. That that was good. Then that explains why the uh, the building wasn't damaged. Yes. Yeah. What did you think about the whole Harrison Wells developing, you know, meta detectors? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Uh, it, it seemed like it was a, a plot device just to, you know, reveal Cisco's um, metahuman not mutations, but, you know, his metahuman abilities. So I, I don't know if they'll bring it back, if they'll use it later. I, I, I figure they probably will. They usually don't just, you know, introduce things like that. And then well, just, it wasn't just a device to reveal that, that, you know, Cisco was a meta. It was also a device to reveal that Caitlin is not. Aha, this brings me to a point that I wanted to discuss. Yeah, what's up? So pretty much that right there confirmed for me that Killer Frost is going to be the Earth 2 Caitlin Snow. We, mm, y- yes. Yes. And I mean, I, I think also just what we saw with uh, Linda, right, that, that the Earth 2 counterpart can be so drastically different. Yes. Uh, that you can be a hero in one world and be a villain in another. Although Caitlin did have that great line about it's not like after he gets his meta abilities, all of a sudden he's going to become a supervillain <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, but uh, but no. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. But I don't know that that confirms that our Caitlin won't ever be a supervillain. I've said before, I don't think that she will, but maybe she might. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I was actually a little taken back. I, I, I almost felt a little, um, like I know that doesn't like fully close the door on her becoming Killer Frost because we'll see other ways that people will get meta abilities. But um, kind of interesting that, uh, you know, that that was not just a confirmation to the team that Vibe was a meta. It was also a confirmation to us, the audience, that uh, Caitlin is, is definitely not. Yeah. But that whole idea of Wells building that technology gets back to that kind of Lex Luthor-esque mindset, right? The us versus them. Uh, and I use that phrase kind of intentionally, too, because a lot of this reminds me a little bit about what's going on in Heroes. See, I haven't been watching Heroes. I feel like this, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's just kind of a, a coincidence and obviously just a trope to some extent and, and, you know, superhero storytelling. But a big element of the the story of Heroes, if you've been watching the miniseries, is this company that's built this technology to detect whether somebody has powers or not. Interesting. Yeah, very, very similar. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure that's more of a coincidence. And like I said, I mean, it is a, it's a trope that you end up seeing in uh, this kind of storytelling for sure. Yeah. What about Cisco and vibe and vibing out and such? Well, it's interesting because it seems like he doesn't have as much control over his powers as he thinks he does, mm-hmm. or at least as much as is as, as, as Harry thinks he does. What did you admit? Like Harry giving him the whole "yes, you can" speech, and uh, you know, tough love, more more stick, less carrot. What did you think about that? Well, I, I think what it is is it's maybe Harry knows more about his powers than he does. And it takes some kind of like 
I don't know if it was the fact that it's you know because because he stabbed him in the chest with the mask. We didn't he stab him, he, but he, well, he poked him. He poked him in the chest with the mask. Sure. And I, I was I'm, I'm assuming that was just to try to like you know invoke recollections of the other you know Eobard Wells. Interesting. I didn't think about that. So you think he was intentionally poking him in the chest because of what he had told him earlier that 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 Harrison Wells had done? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I I didn't even catch that, but I think you're right, man. That's sadistic. Yeah, I think he was doing that because he needed some kind of trauma or something to activate the powers. Or just emotional response. Right, right, right. So I think either Harry knows more about Vibe's powers than he's letting on, maybe because Earth 2 Vibe is out in force or something. I don't know. Oh man. But, uh, it definitely seemed to, to know that that would work. Right. Because they, they bring the mask and like they, they immediately, he, he goes, Oh great. We have something of, you know, earth to Linda, Dr. Light. Let's give it over here to Cisco so we can find out where, you know, where she is. Right. So it, it seems to me that he knows more about vibe and his powers than earth one Cisco. Does. Right. So the, you, you believe that earth two vibe exists and is, you know, doing his thing. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know for sure, but, Interesting. uh, there, there seems to be some implication there that Harry knows more about that stuff than right. Cisco does. No, I think you're right. But here's my question. The, the vibe power set, uh, and we've said this before, it's kind of like, forget what you know about vibe from the comics. Cause this is clearly going to be very different, mm-hmm. but I feel like this, I don't understand it. <laughs> so, like, he gets visions. Yeah, it's weird. So he like touches something, and uh, can then see things related to that object. You never it's, watched. It, uh, you never watched Angel, did you? No. All right. So there's this character Cordelia Chase, and it was a big plot device that she would occasionally get these visions of danger or something bad that was about to happen. Uh, and then, uh, and then, you know, Angel would go off and save the day here that it's, it's a similar plot device in that vibe has been up until this point getting these random, uh, he calls them vibes, but I mean, they're visions essentially, uh, yeah. where he's, it's not future vision. It's, it's something that is going on somewhere else connected to what he's touching. I just don't, I, I don't get how that, again, I'm trying to just wipe from my mind how his powers work in the comics, but I'm not a hundred percent sure how that works here. Yeah, because it's weird because all the visions that he has are very convenient. Right. And so it's almost like he's, you know, omniscient or something. How did uh, how did Eobard describe it? He said something about like being able to kind of tell the vibrations in the timeline. Yeah, like feeling the vibrations in the timeline. Yeah, like yeah. I, I just don't know, man. I, it, it just it seems odd to me. I'm, I'm hoping that he gets, you know, a little bit more um, I, effective field powers, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's something to do with if he can touch something that belonged to the person, he can key in on their, you know, personal vibration, their personal their signature. frequency or something. Yeah, their frequency. And when he does that, he can like kind of maybe see something through their eyes or something like that. Right. I, I mean, I know it's OMG science, but I, I would like a little bit of explanation. Yeah, yeah. Now that he's been a little bit more out, out in the open about it, hopefully he'll be able to, uh, you know, it, that maybe they'll they'll study it a little bit more and. Um, you know, he, he, Caitlin will surely want to poke and prod him and run some tests. Yeah. I want to see them play around with it. Cause I'm sure there's probably some pretty funny stuff they could do with it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, anyway, now that he's not suppressing it, that, that will hopefully go in the right direction. Uh, Jay, you know, Jay was very protective of Barry because of, uh, you know, the loss that he's suffered with losing his speed. 
Um, he kind of came off a little bit as a wet blanket this episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and Wells called him out on it. Yeah. And Wells was right, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, well, it, it, it's funny, though, because I, I just assumed that he had been fighting Zoom that whole time. But Wells is like, nah, dude, you're running from him. Right. And you're like, whoa, that's like a pretty big revelation. We're like, you know, because I expected Jay to be like Barry, right? You know, the, this heroic, you know, run to the danger kind of dude. And it was revealed this episode that he's not. He, well, he's, from from Wells' perspective, I, I, yeah, I, true. I don't fully believe that. I, I think that he means like more of um, symbolically or, or, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it, it kind of gives the implication that, that Zoom had the upper hand and that Jay was kind of you know, scared of him. Well, I mean, Jay has said before that zoom definitely has had the upper hand. And yeah. I think I, you know, I think what, what, um, what, what Wells was saying is not that Jay has literally been running away from him, but that, you know, in those confrontations, he's been more defense than offense because he's been afraid. Right. Right. And, yeah, uh, the, the, the takeaway there is that he's scared of him. Right. And Wells believes that Barry, now it's interesting because he says, you know, he says that he knows Barry has been studying Barry and Barry has the potential you know, to dig deeper and to run faster and to be more. Now, this could relate, you know, like I'm actually, like I mentioned before with the spiral thing, connection, connection to the speed force. It may be the fact that Barry's kind of at the center of what the speed force is. And so maybe that's what he's talking about. Or perhaps it has something more to do with, you know, what has going on with the Barry Allen of Earth 2. You know, maybe maybe there's something that Wells knows that we don't know. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, you know, Jesse being kidnapped by Zoom. Why does Zoom have Jesse? Uh, we don't really know. Is he like leverage? Maybe. Because I'm trying to think of like a motive here. What did? You, what was their exchange? Do you remember? Uh, when was what? What was their exchange? Like she's in a cage and Zoom is talking to her. Uh, I think she says like, my dad's not going to give up. He'll find me. Yeah. But what? It, what I'm, I'm more trying to remember what Zoom said to her. One of Pineapple says that uh, Zoom said your father has abandoned you. What does that tell us about his motivations, though? Like, he needs Jesse for something. I guess. Well, I mean, so so if it's true that she's a speedster. Well, maybe she. Oh, what if she is a speedster? Well, well yeah, she's Jesse Quick. Well, I mean, yeah, she will be. But are we, again, somewhat spoilery because they haven't said that in the show. Yeah, it's true. I, that, I feel like that's that's spoilering in the casting because they've announced they announced her as cast casting this actress for Jesse Quick. So they kind of spoiled it already that's on them not us yeah but so the thing is though like you know what zoom's trying to get rid of all the speedsters because he wants to be the only one well we uh, you're making assumptions i mean yes i, I think you're right and i think well, that's it, what we've learned thus far well but is it that he wants to be the only one why why does he like why why is that his motivation is to get everybody else's speed well we haven't seen his motivation but that isn't that what jay said jay said he he doesn't want any other speedsters he wants to be the fastest person there is uh, maybe I it's I, I do think, though, that he is I mean, like, gosh, every single time we see him and every single time we see him interact with anybody or get up in anybody's face, I'm becoming more and more convinced that this zoom is very much the black flash or, or the aspect of death for speedsters. So I think he exists solely to go and kill off speedsters. There will always be speedsters. So there will always be this guy. Um, but. Why, if that's the case, here's my question though. If she's actually, if she's already a speedster, why is she not dead? Yeah, yeah. Unless, you know, he's trying to, I don't know, make Harry capture Barry. 
Uh, yeah, I guess it is true. He's throwing everybody else. At, why is he throwing everybody else at Barry? Why isn't he doing his don't his own dirty work? I guess maybe he doesn't want to reveal himself until he knows everything about. Because that's the thing, right? He's fought Jay. He knows Jay, right? But he doesn't know Barry. Well, he doesn't uh, know what he's capable of. Yeah. Okay. So you th- you think it's more of like a um, hold back and use this as a time to study? Yeah. Yeah. Could be like um, uh, Nightfall. The Batman comic where uh, where Bane breaks the bat. They told me I was supposed to break the bat. Yeah, they, when Bane basically unleashes all of these Arkham villains to wear out Batman so that he could, you know, break him. Yeah. Perhaps Zoom is doing kind of a similar thing. It's like, all right, well, you know, Earth 1, they've got their metas, but nothing compared to Earth 2. So I'm going to throw a bunch of stuff he's never seen before at him and wear him out to the point where, you know, he's slim pickings. Or maybe he's trying to make him a better hero. Well, that would play into the whole idea that this is actually Eobard or, or, or tied to Eobard in some form or fashion. Like a bizarro Hunter Zolomon slash Eobard thing. Well, I mean, not Hunter Zolomon. I don't. I, I do believe at some point we'll get a Hunter Zolomon in the show. I don't think this is it. I think when we get a Hunter Zolomon, we'll be introduced to him and his name will be Hunter Zolomon. No, no, no. I, I mean, in the sense of that was, you know, Hunter Zolomon's goal was to make Barry a better hero. Yeah, but see, even that, the motivations were very similar to Eobard. So, I mean, you know, it's 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 been done. And so I understand there's an argument for it not being Eobard because it's too similar to season one. Except it's not. Season one was all time travel. Now we've got Earth 2. You confused, kids? <laughs> it's... uh. It, it's funny because the great thing about the show is that they are so high concept in almost every single thing that they do. Yeah. And um, it's it's frustrating at times because because it's so high concept, they sometimes have to dumb it down for the audience. <laughs> and I, I wish they wouldn't. I wish they would, they would keep it high concept, you know, 24-7. But at, at the same time, I realize that, you know, we, we you got you to gotta appeal. Everybody's got to keep up and follow along. Um, and they do have those great lines where after Caitlin does deliver that exposition to uh, Harry, he says, yeah, I didn't follow any of that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, we did. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. I do find it interesting, though, that they have a somewhat solution to the whole keeping people in the pipeline problem. Oh, yeah. So there's laws on Earth One. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can't keep people. You know, the suspension of habeas corpus, all that kind of stuff. We, we've already discussed that at length. This is a person from another universe. Right. Do our laws apply? Well, good point. I, I can give them that in terms of using the pipeline, because I did have a question about why, you know, they were keeping Dr. Light in the, in the pipeline instead of the, the new meta wing at Blackgate. But here's the question, though. This is where things got very dark, right? Joe like- hands... Uh, I, Iris, a gun. Yes. And he tells her, you cannot murder someone that everybody thinks is already dead. That's true. Um, crazy. Um, dude, honestly, that was so out of character and so different from the Joe that we know. I honestly thought he was a doppelganger. Like I, I, I did, man. I thought that he was going to end up being somebody else uh, from Earth Two or or something of that nature. I didn't. I didn't get that. I think that he's just gone through so much that now he's willing. Because like you know, he doesn't trust. He didn't trust Harry. <clears throat> he didn't trust Harrison. Uh, he doesn't really trust Harry. So he's going to take every precaution necessary. You can't so- murder 
someone who everyone already thinks is dead. Dude, that is villainous thinking right there. Well, but what, well, I think what he's saying is, is like if he does something that's out of line, like if he steps out of line and he tries to hurt you, take him out, and there's nothing that I mean, nothing's going to happen from it. That's no good. That's that's not Joe. That, I mean, to, I mean, perhaps this is. I mean, obviously, you know, the the entire episode is called the darkness and the light, right? It's big about contrast, and uh, and so you know, you do have that major contrast of everything that's going on, and I, I think overall this season has pushed a lot of these characters to a darker place. We've talked and given. Uh, you know, a lot of grief about how Barry's, you know, been killing this, this season. Um, and here we have Papa Joe essentially just saying, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's fine to kill this guy. There's no problem with that. Here's a gun. No, I'm sorry. I'm not, that is unacceptable. All more characters are going to need to be taken to task. And I guess for me, the hope is that they're going to balance this out that maybe they're, you know, because they are, it almost seems intentionally taking these characters in this dark path. Uh, perhaps the, the, the shoe is going to drop on the other foot or however you say it soon. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. It, it, it's, it's really interesting though, because like, yeah, there's still people, there's still humans. And so you're still killing someone regardless of whether or not that person's already dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it doesn't matter if you get away with it, Joe, <laughs> you're still killing <laughs> you're somebody. Cop. Come on, Joe. I know. I mean, he's a cop that's, that's existed in the gray area before, but that's not gray. That's I mean, right. I, up yeah, I see where he's coming from, but I think he should probably have better judgment. I don't. I, I, that, I, you know, I, I just, Joe's not, Joe's not a villain. These, these guys aren't supposed to be villains. Well, I don't think it's villainous thinking though. I, I, I think it's, that is, I think it's that is extremely villain. Well, okay, fine. It is dangerous thinking. It's dangerous because it's, it's so far of a slippery slope that you're already at the base at that point. Right, right, right. Cause, cause this is the thing where, you know, it's, it's, he, he wants to protect his daughter, right? You know, and he's super scared for her. And he now this guy has come, the same guy who you know resulted in the death of her fiance, the death of Barry's mother, all all this bad stuff. And so, of course, he's skeptical, and he doesn't trust him. So he's like giving her this option. It's like, look, if anything bad happens, you can't get in trouble for killing somebody who's already dead. And I, I I think that should come back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, I I hope it does. I really hope it does. But um, hey, one one last thing we got to talk about uh, Cisco the wingman. Um, yes, <laughs> you know we we've talked before. You're baddie for Patty. A lot of us are baddie for Patty. But uh, Barry was so baddie that he went blind as a bat. That's true. Blind as a baddie for Patty. I'm, I'm next time you have a date. Can you put me in your ear? Uh, no, that would be physically impossible. No, but I could like I could Far tell you hard. what to say. By the way, what was up with the Ray Charles glasses? Now this band's gonna play from nine to one. Everybody here's gonna have some fun doing the mess around. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, he couldn't find some like I don't know more stylish. I just I it was I, I feel like for one thing Barry didn't know what he was wearing. I feel like Cisco did that intentionally. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I know you had to put the camera in there, but still, it's, you know, <laughs> they're doing the mess around. <laughs> I thought that was great. No, Cisco yeah. is a wingman. I thought he did pretty good. I think so. I think so. And I like the fact that, that of course, Patty knew what was going on. Oh, yeah. She's sharp, man. Yeah. Does she yeah, know so that he's, does she know that he's the Flash? I bet she has some, some speculation i'm thinking she does i was actually kind of thinking that even last episode when she was you know trying to get barry to come along with her you know side quest and i was like huh yeah and that whole scene where she's like oh the flash the drink you know i think that was kind of like a hint hint wink wink yeah kind of kind of like uh kind of like jimmy olsen in the in the first 
episode of Supergirl where like every before before she reveals it to him. I mean, he already knew, obviously. Right. right. Uh, spoilers. But, uh, you know, where he's sitting there like every opportunity that he gets some kind of quip about Supergirl and that, that he knows. Right. Like right. the wink or the whatever. Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. I think she knows. I think she's smart. And I think she's either going to figure it out or she has already figured it out. Yeah, I think you're right, though. She might not have figured it out, but she's circling it. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely circling it. She's definitely going to like pinpoint it and at some point. Good episode. Like I said, this is definitely the best of the season. Um, I, I really, I, so far, I, it, this was excellent. Yeah, super, super good. Uh, really looking forward to next week. Yeah, ramping it up uh, to 100 and, uh, and looking good. Speedster Speculation. All right, man. Speedster speculation, as determined by our live audience here at Mixler.com slash Pottery, tuning in for the Flash TV Talk. What's up, everybody? Uh, the good folks say this is what they want for the topic this episode, and that is, where is Earth 1J? But more specifically, where is Earth 2 Barry? Detroit. <laughs> so what if Earth 2 Barry is Zoom? That's a question that uh, a lot of people have actually been uh, been tweeting in and, and actually, you know, we mentioned before the, the YouTube video last episode and, and most of the comments actually combed through them earlier today are about people saying they believe that Earth to Zoom or, or that Zoom essentially is Earth to Barry. Dive into this. Why? What, make your case. Why is Zoom Earth to Barry? Well, so thus far we've seen a bunch of examples of Earth to people and their doppelgangers on Earth one. Right. Uh, the most recent one being Dr. Light where Linda Park, who's just, you know, not necessarily a mild-mannered reporter, but a reporter nonetheless, uh, is not an evil person. Not a bad guy. Not a bad person. Sure. Whereas Earth 2, Linda Park, is. Uh, Inadvertently kills somebody, bank robber, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Adam Smasher seems like he was just a factory worker guy on Earth 1. And Earth 2, he's a big, bad, supervillain guy. Sand Demon, same thing. Yeah. You know, he, he he wasn't exactly a good guy on Earth One, but uh, he was still, you know, much worse on Earth Two. So we kind of have this this example of all these people, and also like the wells that we saw on Earth One look like a way more just lighthearted. That one scene that we see where he's with his wife, and like he's just like this starry eyed kind of like I'm going to save the world, and he seemed like a good person, right? Like a like a not nearly as much of a douche as earth two Harrison Wells. Okay. So it's almost as if earth two is like bizarro world for earth one. Interesting. Thus far that we've seen. So what would be the opposite of Barry? Well, I mean, I would posit zoom. Um, but why? Okay. So, so just strictly because opposite, I mean, wouldn't opposite be Barry be normal Barry though? No, no. But why, why would Barry of earth two have speed? Uh, because the particle accelerator gave it to him. Well, the particle accelerator gave it to Jay, right? Well, he could have given it to multiple people. Mm, that's a question, right? So we've got a lot of potential speedsters that do not currently have speed. And so there is kind of a question of where does their speed come from in, in terms of the show. Um, however, I'm not so sure about that, man. I, why, If that's the case, if the particle accelerator and everything went the exact same way on Earth 2... But it didn't. Okay, keep going. It exploded underground. There's a much different... Uh, scenario there so we don't, the, we don't know exactly what happened so barry was struck by what's the reverse of lightning <laughs> well i don't know maybe it's barry from the future like an earth 2 future who's coming back mm, i don't think 
I don't think they're going to be dealing a lot with time travel. This, and I feel like this actually this episode and what Caitlin said or what somebody said about like, you know, you know, man, I miss, I miss tra- time travel. I feel like that was almost like a, a line in the ground saying, you know, this season is not the time travel season. That was last season. We don't want to confuse you any further. We got two words. Let's go with that. This is the doppelganger season. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think time travel is going to play a, a major factor into this. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I just, I haven't thought too much about it, but I think it, it, I mean, it, it could be plausible. No, a lot of people think this. A lot of people think that Zoom is, is Barry. Now, a lot of people also thought that Harrison Wells was Barry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I feel like future Barry, evil Barry always kind of ends up being kind of a, a go to guess for a lot of people. I just, I don't think that they're going to do evil Barry. I think that what we're already seeing evil Barry, he's been killing people. That's true. Um, and, but even, even that man, I, that zoom that we've seen is not human. Like doesn't, doesn't look like he looks very monstrous. His mask isn't a mask. I mean, I think that's his face. Like it's flesh. You know what I mean? Like that is not, I, I think that what we're seeing is some sort of ghostly, deadly force i think it's very similar to the black flash if not that exactly what it is i think this is a ghost i think this is a um an elemental spiritual being of some sort uh tied directly to the speed force if not the negative speed force i think that this is this is something that it's not barry i just don't believe that it's barry because i don't think that i don't think it really makes a lot of sense for us to even assume that it is barry based on anything that we've gotten thus far yeah, I think it's a fun idea. I don't know how much merit it. I mean, it, it could. I mean, there's always a possibility, right? But it, it is somewhat obvious. So I don't know if people would uh, if, if they would go that route. Because I mean, the, is the it Harris- obvious? Why is it obvious? Because of well, the the doppelganger thing. That's that's the yeah. Reason just, why? Just the, yeah. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say that's it's obvious. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, sure, why not? We'll just you know, Barry will be the. I think Barry's dead. In Earth 2? Yeah, I think the Barry of Earth 2 is dead. Well, I mean, I, I don't... And I think the J of Earth 1 is dead. I think that this is kind of... Um, you know, there's there's a lot... The, a lot of the counterparts that we're seeing for, for more permanent residents of Earth 1... Like, all right, so we can assume that Harrison Wells, uh, one way or the other, that, that, that person, that body, that Tom Cavan is sticking around beyond this Earth 2 plotline. That's my guess. I think that character, I think that actor, he's, he's too much of an asset. Um, and, and too connected to the show. So I think that Tom Cavanaugh, once Earth 2 goes away, story-wise, I think Tom Cavanaugh is sticking around. I also think that Jesse Quick is going to be sticking around to some capacity, and there's going to be a way for Jesse Quick to be part of Earth 1 in an ongoing basis. Same thing with Jay. I think that Jay is going to have some longevity beyond you know just this one storyline. And so you know if you look at that and you look at these connective tissues, right? there is no Harrison Wells on our Earth. There is no Jesse Quick on our Earth. Um, my guess is that they'll follow suit and there is no J of our earth, which means that there probably isn't a Barry of their earth. That's, that's how my mind is kind of balancing out the equation, right? There. I don't think there is a Barry of earth too. And if there was, he's dead. Yeah. I don't think it matters, honestly, just because no, I mean, it matters. I mean, when you're dealing with doppelgangers, it's definitely going to matter. Well, but, but I mean, it, it could be that the Barry in earth too is just, uh, I mean, maybe it was a high school dropout who, you know, is like a junkie or something. Even like that. that's yeah. complicated. I think it's just, I think it's easier if there just isn't one. Um, did you, you played a little bit of, uh, I'm going to get a little Warcrafty on you here. Did you, you played warlords of Draenor? No. Okay. So, so in that storyline, the, the entire expansion is based off this idea that there's this alternate version of, 
a planet that you've been to before. Um, and it's, it's too, it's, it's too convoluted to even explain, which makes it very similar this season. Uh, but it, it essentially, they go back in time to an alternate version of this planet and they would run into a lot of earlier versions of themselves, except in this particular alternate version, there is no version of themselves in that version. So they would run, they went back in time. Thrall's not running into himself because he was never born in that version of the planet. Okay. And so I think it's kind of similar here. They want to avoid the the doppelgangers of our primary heroes, probably with the exception of Caitlin Snow uh, and, and Vibe. But I, I just don't, I think the, the alternate version of Barry is Jay in terms of what role he facilitates, in terms of being the speedster of that universe. I just don't sure. think there is a Barry of Earth 2. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I don't think there is a Barry of Earth 2. And if there was, then he's dead. Yeah, I, I don't really, I mean, do we have, we don't really have a way... Yeah, we do. To go back and forth between Earth 1 and Earth 2. They haven't done it yet. Uh, yeah, no, they did. They, the speed cannon. Yeah, so they have the speed cannon. So since they do have a or means... speed force cannon, yeah. Yeah, they do have a means of traveling between the worlds. I don't think they will. No, but I wish they would. Our Earth 2 seems so cool. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I don't think they're really going to touch on where the, Earth 2, where the Earth 2 Barry is. Maybe they'll say something about the Earth 1J. I don't know. But uh, I don't really think they're going to address that. No, I think they have to address it. I just don't think that the – I don't know. Zoom Zoom is not Barry. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Zoom is not Barry. Yeah, it, it's a fun theory. I mean – It is. I don't mean to I don't mean to naysay, but I am going to naysay. Zoom's not Barry. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it would be an interesting thing for them to do, but I don't – think that that's oh, the way man. they're going to go i was gonna i was hoping that you're gonna hold to that and we could like put some money down or something <laughs> uh, i mean i don't know I, I i think it sounds like it could work but then again talking about it and thinking about it i mean it's it's you know six one way half dozen the other it could be anything it i could think even be a boat. honestly i think <laughs> <laughs> sure why not uh now i honestly man i think that um i think i i think I don't know if it was you. I think it was you who kind of speculated that perhaps Zoom isn't even originally from Earth Two, and that he's just traveling from Earth to Earth, killing all these speedsters. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my speculation. Yeah, I think that's a good guess. I think that um, I think this this iteration of Zoom is is more t- more closely tied to the Black Flash, and uh, I don't think Jay is the first person whose speed he's captured, and I don't think that Barry is the last one. Um, now, it is possible that he actually went to Earth Two looking for Barry, and it actually killed Barry of Earth Two. Wait a second. I just thought of something. What's up? You remember when Blackout stole Barry's speed in season one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And old Eobard was like, hmm, I'm going to figure out how to do this because that might be useful. And then all of a sudden we oh. have Jay Garrick lose his speed. Because. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. You're right. It was kind of a throwaway thing. He's got He wants to figure out how he stole the Flash's powers and they never addressed it after that. No, they didn't. And now we got Zoom, a, dun, ghost, dun, dun. a ghostly speedster who is going around stealing people's speed. Because he wants revenge. Oh, dang. For losing his timeline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. that's good. You're just building back up my original theory that Zoom is he apart. I love it's, it. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's traveling through uh, the speed force to different Earths. Right. In order to stake, take the speed from all speedsters, because they have the parts that he wish that he had. Right, right. Oh, that's good, man. I love it. All right, well, there you go. Some speedster speculation this week. 
Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. The Woo View is in, my friends. Woo Kim, who's been uh, hooking us up, helping us out in the back scenes, especially for Panel Screen. He loves to uh, write in some reviews. Unfortunately, the last couple of episodes, they've uh, been in a little bit too late from when we record. However, the Woo View is in this episode. Bell, what does Woo say about this episode? I like this week's episode. It wasn't great. It wasn't awful. It was decent. I like seeing Malise Jow getting to play a baddie. I think the standout for me this episode was seeing Tom Cavanaugh play a different Harrison Wells, but not a totally different Harrison Wells. Uh, I like to say that season one Harrison Wells was like Bill Gates, and Earth two Harrison Wells is Steve Ballmer. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. Uh, the only thing that I don't like is the fact that they are giving Dr. Snow a shipper just because the writers need her involved with the story somehow, and this is a placeholder for her or when Ronnie returns, similar to Felicity spoke last season on Arrow with Ray Palmer and Ollie. Uh, lastly, love seeing, no pun intended, Barry Allen do his best Matt Murdock impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, maybe he will be an avocado at CCP. <laughs> Hashtag Daredevil reference. I uh, give this episode three out of five. Thanks, guys. I, I I give it higher ratings than that, but uh, perhaps it's because I'm just comparing it to everything that we've gotten thus far this season. But uh, it, it, it is the best episode this season. It's by far the best episode this season. And I will say this: that's a good comparison. Actually, the uh, the Ray Palmer, Felicity, and the Jay Caitlin thing. I, their their love story does seem a little forced. There's not a whole lot of chemistry between those two. Yeah, there's really not. So, but uh, you know, I don't know. I, I want. I'm I'm looking forward to spending more time with each in their own stories. But I, you're, um, I, I gotta I gotta agree with Wu. I gotta agree with them. I, I tell you what, though, I was I'm kind of sad that uh, Jay lost his speed. Because I was really hoping to see some speedster team ups. Yeah, give it time. I, I hear you on that, but I think it's going to be they're building up to that moment. Um, yeah, and uh, and yeah, I, I hear you. Especially when I actually thought for a brief moment when Jay was going to go and face off with Doctor Light, I was like, "Ooh, he's going to go and like wear the action, like the you know the Barry's uniform and be the Flash." And then I realized, oh wait, he has no speed, so. <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen ladybug burns on itunes says killer frost in the flashpoint the best flash podcast awesome <laughs> titan big red writes fantastic podcast this podcast is pretty good uh they have good sound quality smooth voices that make the work go by uh that ah, that make work go by nicely and they're knowledgeable about the flash i'm hoping they do a cast about flashpoint paradox or other related cartoons oh we have smooth voices titan Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> Mine's yes. not too smooth right now because I'm about to die. Yeah, yeah. Hang in there. But, but Titan Big Red, if you go check out season zero yeah. of the Flash podcast, we go over just about every other iteration that the Flash has in various mediums. So uh, I believe we, we talk about Flashpoint. Um, we do. We, did we review it or did we talk about it? No, we did both. If you go to flashtvtalk.com, uh, you should see uh, Season Zero. It's a website exclusive right now, so, uh, so check that out. Listen to those old back episodes if you'd like uh, and enjoy that. And hey, you know what? We really appreciate all these iTunes reviews. And because we appreciate it, we're going to give away a free digital comic this week. Uh-oh. That's right. You know, we've said it before. Every single time we get a multiple of 10, we give away a free digital comic. And guess what? We hit one. And that means we are giving one away at random to drum roll, please. Should I do a coughing drum roll or should I just go drum, 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 drum? My usual. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would stick uh, stick with the drum, drum, drum. Tom Bub. Congrats, Tom Bob. Yeah, congratulations. You're a winner. So uh, so get in touch with us. We'll verify that and uh, get you your free digital comic. Thank you so much, sir. 
And we want to thank all of you for uh, for writing reviews. Keep them coming, because like I said, every single time we get a multiple of 10, we'll give away a new free digital comic. It could be you next time. And you're in it until you win it. That's right. We also want to encourage you to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at Flash TV Talk. But if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for your latest news and daily discussions on all things Flash, be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash flash TV talk. And if you like this show, feel free to check out our parent show, Panel to Screen, where this week we're going to talk about some 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 constant Flash. Oh, yes, we are. A lot of good Constantine talk. Constant TV talk. Special thanks goes out to Charlie Bach for letting us use this wonderful outro music, Rock and Flash theme. Be sure to check out his uh, SoundCloud channel, which is in the show notes for this episode. And hey, by the way, if you are tuning in to us, listening on iTunes, we appreciate it. If you're using an Android device, check out the Satchel Podcast Player. Uh, listen to us that way. You can actually tweet into the show while you're listening on the Satchel Podcast Player. Pretty cool. You can also hit support and send us a few dollars. So do that as well. And hey, if you're going to miss us while we're gone, don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. <laughs>